On today's show, Luka Doncic denied making demands that the Mavericks need to upgrade the roster before the trade deadline, but something has changed between Luka and the organization. We'll talk about what that is and more on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks. I don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. No, it don't. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen each and every day. Remember, Locked On Mavs is free and available on all podcast platforms. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know what's one roster move the Mavs have to make. One that maybe you think Luca wants them to make? Let us know. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com, the traveling tourist, the one more thinking, what you got for me, Isaac Harris? What's the streak at now of games that I miss <laughs> and the Mavs lose? I think just I like overall, any solo show, I think we're we're like... We're down. I think we're below 500 any solo show we've done. Now it's just now it's just turned into, hey, if it's a solo show game, then it's a loss. Yeah, it's going to be a loss for the Mavericks. So, yeah, yesterday I hosted the uh, the Hawks game solo, and the Mavericks lost. So. A little, and a little bit of news. We actually didn't talk about this before we hit record. Uh, the Christian Wood, you know, thumb injury uh, came out yesterday that uh, – yeah, he's going to be reevaluated in a week. It's like, you know what? We can't have nice things, can we? We get some guys back, I know. and it's like, we're so excited. Let's see these guys all play together. Bam, Christian Wood out at least for a week. And uh, Jeff Stotts at In Street Close on Twitter had a great uh, couple tweets about this. Said, you know, the thumb is a complex joint. The location of the fracture and any possible associated ligament damage will dictate treatment plans and subsequent time loss. You know, he talks about the certain kind of fracture it could be. There's one specific one that could be a best case scenario. Um, he's talked about a lot of different, um, there's a lot of different players that have missed like less than six games with, uh, with any, with a thumb fracture, Andre Karolinko, Brad Miller, and Demonis Sabonis was playing through it this season. If you've seen Sabonis yeah. with the wrapped up hands. So, uh, he's going to, Christian Wood's going to be reevaluated in a week, which would make him miss. Let's see. He'd miss one, two, three, four games at least. And so we'll see what happens. That it could be a little bit longer, but this is not a season-ending injury. I see. I see a bunch of, oh, the Mavericks should tank now. It's like, okay, oh, <laughs> Christian Wood season isn't over, you know. <laughs> and, and then there's more. There's more reasons for that. Is that that is wrong on top? I guess of that. we won't get DMs for a week. Today's episode, we are going to get into uh, Luka Doncic, the report that he wants the Mavericks to make some uh, roster upgrades. Mark Cuban denies it. Luka Doncic denied it. But in all of that. Hullabaloo. There was something we learned about Luca and, and, and the Mavericks, and we'll talk about that. And then we'll talk about some more trade rumors, some more Mavs news, and uh, could the Mavs be going after Cam Reddish? We'll talk about Cam Reddish and then the Reddish mm. Army that's out there. We need a name. Get for excited. The, we need a name for the Reddish Army. Let's start with this. I talked about this a little bit yesterday. Wanted to bring eyes again and get on this, but according to ESPN, sources say Luka Doncic, who hasn't shown a desire to be involved in personnel matters in the past, has strongly indicated he wants the Mavs to upgrade before the February 9th trade deadline. What was your reaction when you first heard that piece of news? I laughed. And I was like, good for him. Like, <laughs> cool. Um, no, you know, I, I think it's 
you know, it shows his relationship, you know, kind of with him. And, you know, we've talked about a million times that, you know, when we talk about the reddish stuff, we'll talk about Mark Stein reporting it. But, you know, there's a handful of people that we all trust with Mavs news that we, we've talked about this for years. And, you know, you're looking at the Tim McMahons, you're looking at the Mark Steins, obviously, Woe, Shams, and, you know, those guys, Tim Cato, uh, you know, covering the beat with the Athletic, Dallas Morning News stuff. Um, but, you know, those that group of people who, you know, Jake Fisher, um, now he's with the audience and stuff, that, that when, when they report Mav stuff, we're going to cover that. Yeah. And, you know, over the past, what, 24, 48 hours, we've had both of them, McMahon and Stein, uh, two of the biggest ones, uh, have, you know, a couple bit of Mavs news. So, you know, when, when both those guys report something. Um, the ears perk up. The antennas yeah. go up. <laughs> um, Tim McMahon's not going to report something that is false. So, you know, there, there's some there's some merit to that. And, you know, I I just looked at it and I started laughing. We were texting about it. And I was like, well, we know what's going to happen. Like, Luca's going to get asked about it after yeah. the Hawks game. This is before the Hawks even happened. And I was like, he's just going to deny it because he's the ultimate teammate. And I think there's just some ways for it all to be, like, true, right? Like, there's a way that, you know, Luca maybe not directly said it, but maybe Bill Duffy did. Luca and Bill Duffy was talking about it. And it's like, all right, Bill's like, I'm okay, if, you, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to say it. Yeah. And then Bill leaks it out to Tim. You always got to ask, like, who's who's going to win in these reports? Like, who's who's wanting this report to get out? And if there's somebody that's wanting this report to get out, it's probably Bill Duffy. Because he's like, I want my client to be, play on good teams and go win a freaking championship. So Bill probably you know talked to the front office, and then he just leaked it out to Tim. I, I don't know this, but I'm just saying that could be that that would make sense, right? And and what are you going to do if you if you're Mark Cuban? You're going to deny it too, even if it is true. Like you're going to deny it and say no, that's not true. Mark Cuban is the uh, oh, what's the the everything skit skit when we were in uh, youth group <laughs> at church, where they have all the different like people that represent different sins. You're all that yeah, there's, I there's want. the one main human You're that's always a girl, and then there's the kid that plays Jesus that's always like everything. Uh, the the most popular kid in, in youth group. <laughs> the kid has to stand has right to now. stand between all the sins and the person, right? That's Mark Cuban the other day, right? When Mark Cuban yeah. denies that Luca indicated he won the roster and he, he emails Tim McMahon. It says, Tim McMahon got it dead wrong. Luca has never suggested, asked, demanded, or discussed changes to the roster. Luca and Nico have a great relationship. They talk almost daily. Luca knows exactly what we have going on and is very supportive. That's Mark Cuban standing in between like the everything sketch, like, yeah. like holding back everybody and trying to just like defend Luca and not make it, not make Luca seem like, Oh, he's 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 demanding this. He's he's whining about this, and make his teammates look bad too. Because yeah. this is this was one of the whole points of about the murals that Mark Cuban thought it was disrespectful. Because like Luca, you know, please send help. That sign in in the mural that we talked about a couple days ago. Not just Cuban. Luca didn't like that too. Like I've seen right. so but, many people getting but why mad Luca about. Came, but why Mark Cuban came yeah. out and and like defended Luca with this? Yeah, I, I just you know I'm so done with the mural. The mural stories are so dumb. But like the mural guy so went on the ticket with our friend Jake Kemp, and uh, it was hilarious. <laughs> Did you talk to his PR team? The <clears throat> I've seen Jake's. so many people talking about, you know, just blaming Cuban for the mural, and it's like Mavs are censoring, you know, all this. I'm like, guys, Luca reached out to like Luca didn't want them to put Luca didn't it want the mural too. <laughs> so, but no, here's the thing with the 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 back and forth, or you know, Cuban saying his thing. Let's say let's say Luca did. Have a sit down with Nico, Mark, Dirk, 
all of them, they chatting. And Luke's like, yeah, I really want, like, let's say they're like, they're kind of like taking the temperature of Luca and they're saying, Hey, like, where are you at right now? And let's say Luca did say, yeah, I want us to swing for something right now. Like I'm playing dang good basketball. Like I'm MVP yeah. candidate, like type, like I want us to really go for, it. I don't want to like waste a year, kind of just, you know, tread the water a little bit. You know, who doesn't want that to get out? Luca. So when it does get out, if I'm just saying, if it's true, if it does get out, you know who's going to be pissed and doesn't want Luca to be pissed? Mark Cuban. Yep. So what do you do? You step in front of it. Like, no, that's not true. You got that dead wrong. And it's like, they're probably pissed that it got out if if it is true. And it's like, you just don't want that to get out. So it doesn't, there's no win in that getting out. Here's the change though. Mark Cuban said it in, in that, you know, denial. Luka Doncic said it post game. Mark Cuban said, Luka and Nico have a great relationship. They talk almost daily. Luka knows exactly what we have going on and is very supportive. After the Mavs-Hawks game, Luka was asked about this whole ordeal and said, obviously, people who are next to me, who I talk to, they know that this report is not true. I didn't say anything about that. I talked to Nico Harrison and Michael Finley more than I used to. That's just the way I talk to them. We have been in great communication, and that stays just between us. Coming up, let's talk about why. That is a big change. That Luca is all of a sudden now talking to Nico and, Mike, and Michael Finley more than he used to, and I think that's a big change from what Luca has done in the past. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you to find the right candidates that you want. Go ahead and post your job at LinkedIn Jobs or at LinkedIn.com/slash/lockdownmba, and you can find the. Uh, qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. Go beyond the resume data by using insights from your job post, uh, the company, and their 875 million member profiles. You're you're casting a wide net with this. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn jobs and connect with them fast and for free. LinkedIn jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster point blank post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown mba that's linkedin.com slash lockdown mba to post your job for free terms and conditions apply all right isaac harris we've been talking about the report that luka Doncic wants the mavericks to make roster upgrades mark cuban denied it luka Doncic denied it but in their denial they gave us some more info isaac is now completely in the dark I'm sorry. Well, it's either in the dark or I have Peter Pan's shadow behind me. So <laughs> does, I don't know. As long as what it doesn't do start moving on its own, I think we're and shutting itself in a drawer. What do you want? Do you want Peter Pan's shadow yeah, or do you want dark? Give me the shadow. Um, all right, thank the you. audio listeners don't care about this at all. Um, Not the at change all. is that Luka Doncic is talking to the front office more and that Luka Doncic is being more vocal in whatever way he's being vocal. Maybe not making demands about the roster being upgraded, but he's talking to the front office more. And I think that's a change because in the past... Part of Tim Cato's question to Luca after the Hawks game was, you know, in the past you ha- you've said that you wanted to avoid, you know, having any kind of say or influence on the roster. And I feel like that the tide is starting to change on that. What was Cuban's direct comment about how much they talk, him and Nico? Almost daily. They talk almost daily. <laughs> what are the odds that that's true? That Luca and Nico talk almost daily. They they got daily. T- they got. Text. We talk daily, and but what do we? T- I mean, we're sitting in like. You think they I'm, have a secret I'm, podcast? <laughs> how many screenshots did I send you yesterday of like trades? And you know, you think, like that. You think Luca's on Tradespo or Fanspo, just looking up trade machine trades? We talk about Before so many we can different things. <laughs> from like, fan- is Nico and Luca are they playing chess together? Like. I'm just I'm just trying to figure out what they talk about every day. They're not talking about the roster every day, unless Luca's really texting about Javel every single day. And it's like, 
Well, hey, they got bad. some things in common, right? Nico used to play, you know, college hoops, so they got some. They can talk about hoops. And hey, did you see the shoes coming out? Do you like this? Dunk? They got shoes. Like, they got shoes. They can talk about. And Nico can say, "Hey, look at these Nikes. They're better than Jordan brands." Like the whole internal. <laughs> but no. But but in all honesty, there is. I don't know when the shift happened. Like I'm not sitting there saying, or you know, trying to. We're not trying to like pull this and say, "Hey, this changed over the past month." That they're talking every day. Doesn't matter when know, it changed. It has. We don't know when it did. I mean, there has been, and I, I don't think this is like unique to like Luca in the front office. This is just what a, what happens with a star player yep. going into as their you know as their season progresses, and or as their career progresses. Like Luca, you know, rookie Luka Doncic. 2018 isn't having the same type of conversations, right? Like he's earned that respect. Now he is that guy. He is, as the kids say him <laughs> and he, he deserves those conversations. Come and on, it is cool for him to kind of like, you know, acknowledge that because Cato's right. You know, he used to be very clear. He's like, yeah, I just want to play basketball. I'm not involved in all that. He is involved now. Yep. So um, now didn't get him Dragic. So I don't know how involved he is, but um He's involved and he's having, you know, those conversations. So I'm really curious with, you know, I think, I think there's a world that all of them are true in these public, you know, comments, whatever. Uh, we also know that, you know, Cuban likes to try to take the light off of situations sometimes to try to point it on him. Um, like I would do if I was an owner, you know, and you know if I was in his boat and this got out, I would be I would be doing the exact same thing. I'd be pointing at the Suns right now, like look, look what's going on down the road there, like. Yeah, and, and what's Mark supposed to say? Yeah, Luca, you know, he met with us the other day, and he wants us to, you know, upgrade the roster. He just like, can't stand no. that Javale's still on this roster, like. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I am curious of what this means for, like, are you really going to read into it if? Um, you know, in, in three weeks or, you know, in two weeks, they're trading a first round pick for something. Oh, 100%. You're, you're like, oh, I, I'm reading into that. If that oh. happens, then all of a sudden th this whole narrative of they talk, they have a great relationship. Luca and Nico, you know, talk almost daily. Luca says, I, I talk to them more than I used to. Then all of a sudden, if they trade a first or something, if they, then they know, then we know there's real pressure. And that's the thing I think that can change about this is how much pressure is Luca putting on them to make changes he might not be right. This is this may be just starting where he's talking about things on the roster and what things that he he wishes the Mavericks would do, um, and it, it may not have gotten to the point where if they, if they had if they made traded a first round pick, I would be concerned. Like I would be concerned about how much pressure Luca is putting on this front office because it just doesn't make any sense, you know, strategically to do that at this point before the trade deadline. But if they make a couple moves here and there, then maybe we know that Luca is putting a little bit of pressure on them. Yeah, so question for you. Um, I know we're going to talk about Cam Radish and stuff in a little bit, so oh, I'm kind of... It's the biggest, a big big conversation. <laughs> well, I mean, Mark Stein, you know, literally probably just writing that newsletter just to add the Mavericks, you know, or that it wasn't even <laughs> like a long newsletter. It was literally like the Mavericks are in the running for this. Um, for Cam Radish sweepstakes, let's go. <laughs> um, but, you know, we were kind of talking the other day, and I guess it was two pods ago, and it was in the third segment, and that's when I said, hey, outside of Luka, I think Josh is the second most like coveted asset on the team. I, I think he's the least likely to be traded. So a question for you. If you had to rank these three in order oh of least likely to be traded, first-round pick Josh Green, Jaden Hardy. Least likely to be traded, first-round pick. Yep. Okay. 
then Josh Green, then Jaden Hardy. Okay. I think because I seen I seen I so I sent out a tweet yesterday and I said, "Hey, what's the most? What's like a realistic Mavs trade that would make you the most mad?" Got so many different things, but a common thing I seen on there was Jaden Hardy's untouchable. If he's in a <laughs> if he's in any deal, I'm mad. It's like, well, I think if he got us, you know, a really good sidekick to Luca, you'd be okay. But yeah. it did make me think about. It. I'm like, I wonder where in the fan base, Josh Green versus Jaden Hardy is for. Who's the most untouchable, even though nearly one of them are? You have to also look at some of those guys and be like, all right, well, what's their value at now? What could it possibly be? Like, what's the ceiling for Jaden Hardy is what you have to decide. I don't know if we – like, we don't know that yet, right? We haven't seen enough yeah. from him to know that. We've seen him grow from one year in the G League Ignite to this year in the G League. He was way better, way more efficient. We've seen him score – in bunches in the NBA at times against various different opponents, right? It's a lot of times in garbage time. Sometimes it's been, you know, a couple games recently he's, he's scored well. And then we've seen him struggle a lot. So we, he's not a known commodity right now. Josh Green's becoming a known commodity. Like, he's, he's further along, as he should be. He's in year three now. And he's become a known commodity where, okay, he's a really good fit next to Luka where he can defend, he can shoot the ball, he can, you know, pass like nobody else on the Mavericks besides Luka. It just adds something to this roster. But if the Mavericks go out and they get like a, a point guard, a Terry Rozier, or, or somebody else that can do some of those things, then that doesn't stand out as much on the Mavericks either, right? Like when we see Josh Green do a behind-the-back pass, we're like, oh my gosh, somebody else on the yeah. team made a play. Like, what, what if somebody else could come in and do that? Would it stand out as much? It would still be good, and he would still be valuable, but it wouldn't be seemingly as valuable as he is right now. And I think it's more like when he dunks, like when we have a perimeter player dunk, we're like, Whoa, do we clip that? Um, but it, but with him and with, and with Hardy, you have to give up something to get something. If you want to upgrade in some way, like, like guys said, those are the three assets the Mavericks have is those two guys. And they have, you know, the first round pick, a couple first round picks right now, 2027, 2029 that they can trade right now. And then, when the draft, when the 2023 draft comes, they can trade all their first round, all their future first round picks. Yeah. And, and the Mavericks have contracts. They have a bunch of contracts that they're flexible. Like Nico Harrison made the Porzingis trade so that they could be flexible and have different contracts. They have, you know, 20 million of Dinwiddie, 19 million of, of Tim Hardaway that are not like negative assets, right? Like they're, they're fine. No. They're, they're not, they're not adding. That's not sweetening the deal a lot, but it, they're not negative assets. You have the Davis Bertans one that is a negative asset. Uh, yeah. I don't think Christian Woods 14 million is a negative asset right now, right? No, it's in, not in a negative trade. At all. And so like you have these different contracts that you can uh, Dwight Powell's is probably not either 11 million expiring. Uh, because it's expiring, it's not in a negative asset. So you have all these different contracts that you can put in some kinds of trades. And so they are set up to make some kind of move. It just depends on all right, how much pressure is Luca putting on them and then what kind of move do they make? They can't fix all they're not going to be able to fix all their problems this deadline right or th this trade yeah. deadline or maybe even this offseason but they got they have to try this offseason <laughs> we'll see what kind of holes they can fill at the trade deadline yeah and i don't even think there is a lucas putting pressure type thing i mean i could be wrong i just don't i don't think it's a lucas putting pressure he's checking in once a week where, where are we at you know where are we trading for this guy you know are we chasing this guy like I don't, oh, wait, I don't wait, think you don't, you don't think he's putting pressure, but you think Tim McMahon was right that the the you know in the article that says he's strongly indicated he wants the Mavericks to upgrade. I think there's like, a that's difference. Not pressure. I'm going. I'm going with the the verb of putting. Like putting pressure to me means like it, there's a constant check in and it's a like hey what are we doing blah 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 blah. 
I could read Tim McMahon's thing and and say, hey, he's indicated that he does want him to like. I mean, yeah, you can nice. still. T- <laughs> yeah, well, like I took that as they they chatted not too long ago, and hey, where are we at? Like getting Lucas feel for the roster, and this is just how what I feel. And it's like, how we how we feeling? Do you think we're far away? And if I'm Luke, I'm saying, man, I'm MVP right now. Like, yeah, I, I'm I'm feeling great. I don't want to just tread water and say we'll just swing for the offseason. Like let let's let's try to upgrade now and make a run. Look what we did last year. We can make another run this year. The West is wide open right now, you know. So that's what I feel like. And that somehow got back to Tim or from Duffy, whatever. And there you go. So coming up, let's talk about Cam Reddish. Let's talk about some of the Raptors guys. We got an article with sources about what the Raptors guys may cost. Can the Mavericks pay any of those prices? We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. We're back. We're back on the ASMR Built Bar. Everyone loved it so much for bringing it back. That is false. Uh, Built Bars, a protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. They're absolutely delicious. I love these brownie batter puffs. I just ordered some in the mail. 140 calories, 17 grams of protein. Tastes so good. Six grams of sugar. They're absolutely delicious, and they don't have a ton of sugar. Today, I went to Portillo's, which is delicious. Delicious. It's new. I've heard about this place in the colony. Mark Stein really promoted it. Uh, it's from Chicago, and they have a they have a, uh, ch- a chocolate cake shake. They literally take a chocolate shake. And they dump a piece of chocolate cake, frosting and all, into the shake. It's delicious. Honestly. It sounds like it'd kill me. The difference between the amount of sugar in that and this bar and the difference between the amount of taste in this bar and that bar are so far off. It's great. It's so wild. You don't have to have all that sugar that's in a cake shake like that. You can get it in a built bar if you want if you want it to, to tide you over. You can go get them at Walmart Select Flavors. You can go get Select Flavors at um, Sam's Club as well. You can also get them online still at Built.com. All right, Isaac Harris, let's talk about some more rumors. The Dallas Mavericks are uh, are now, according to some sources, Mavericks there are go. in on Cam Reddish along with the Lakers and the Timberwolves, I believe was, was the other team. And now uh, let's talk about Cam Reddish because there's a lot of, a lot of comments and DMs and tweets about the Mavs just go get Cam Reddish. Go get him. He's the answer to, you know, the they need some some budding talent and he's the guy. Yeah, I mean, he's the reason why the Hawks won the trade, right? So He was supposed uh, to be. <laughs> so if, if the Mavs trade for Cam Reddish, does that mean that we then we could do the whole thing. So that means that they got Luka. They didn't even have to give up their 2019 pick. That means it was just Luca for Trey and all that crap. Um I you know, he's twenty three, he's six eight, he's a career thirty two percent three point shooter. If it means a second round pick, sure. Like I you know, when it comes to top ten picks, you know, in their in the first three to four years of their career, especially a wing, I am more inclined to give it a shot on a, in a winning culture. But I'm not sitting here saying, like, man, go get him. It's changing everything. I'm not that in love with it. McKinley Wright has been out recently with an injury. And before that, though, he was playing more than Jaden Harding. And there are some upset Mavs fans that said, why is McKinley Wright or why is Frank Nilakina playing? You even have, have been frustrated with why is Frank Nilakina playing over Jaden Harding? You know exactly why yeah. those two guys are playing over Jaden Harding? Because they play defense. Guess what Cam Reddish doesn't do? 
play defense. Josh Green played 20 minutes the other night. Now he's just coming back from injury, but he only played 20 minutes against the Hawks and played really well. He should have played more. Guess who's not getting minutes on the Mavericks this year? Cam Reddish at all. He's he's not playing for Jason Kidd. He is not the type of player Jason Kidd wants to play. If he's not going to play Jaden Hardy, who's like jumped through all the hoops and done all the things that the Mavericks want him to do this year and the Mavericks should be invested in because they have him for, for a long term here, then they're not going to play Cam Reddish. He's not the answer to me. The the you know the suggestions of they should just trade Bullock because that was in the, in the report. The Knicks want Reggie Bullock back to to play and they're like and some Mavs fans were like let's do it trade Bullock for Cam Reddish straight up that would be the biggest mistake I think they could, could make in any kind of Cam Reddish trade is even though Reggie Bullock hasn't been great this year right I'm not trying to pretend like he's as good as he was in the playoff run last year or the best he's played in his career uh, his shooting has come around recently but you don't trade a guy like Reggie Bullock for Cam Reddish if your team wants to win right now that's just so going it's so going backwards I'm not trading Reggie Bullock. For it Cam doesn't Reddish work salary-wise either. So, No, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't do that. The way I would trade for Cam Reddish is if it's like kind of like a like a Christian Wood trade 2.0. It's like a Frank Nelikina and a second-round pick or Nelikina. Like, would you rather have Frank or Cam Reddish? Like, I think I would rather – like, I could see the appeal of having Cam Reddish of saying, all right, it's a, it's a bigger wing, right? It's, it's a the quantity you don't know instead of the quantity that you do know. But but it's more of hey you're taking a swing on a guy it's kind of, yeah. I mean the Christian Wood thing was taking a swing on a guy who had talent just hadn't put it together on a good team yet could Cam Reddish be a similar type of thing you know I don't think Cam Reddish starting but it's like if it meant like you're just taking a swing and you're giving up an expiring Frank Nelikina kind of like you gave up expirings for and a pick for Christian Wood I'm not giving up a first for Reddish but if it's like Frank and a second for Cam Reddish sure like that's Take the swing. Yeah. Like I, and I think an underrated like thing is I think we've seen a little bit of development from like camera. I mean, cameras from uh, Jason kids, like coaching staff, yeah. like Jaden Hardy had seen Josh green some. So I'd like to see, you know, cam reddish here for a cheap price. i just, it doesn't change a ton for no. me this season. If they get him. Yeah. I'd be down for a move like that. If it's Frank, even if it's JaVale and you're like, Hey, let their, their salaries match up. So if you say, Hey, Oh, well, yeah. With, with Mitchell it's Robinson Phil. missing some time for the Knicks, like, Hey, we can bring in JaVale. And then all of a sudden you get out from under that little contract. And then you can say, okay, well then all of a sudden it's a, it's a financial move. And then you also take, great. take yeah. a swing on cam reddish. So I'm down for that. I just don't, I just don't think that it would make any change this season, right? Like that's a move. No, that, that's a it move, would just be depth. That's a move where you're maybe adding, yeah, adding some depth, a guy that could be a wild card, uh, you know, like a, like a really poor man's Karis Levert. Right? When we talked about yeah. Karis Levert, how he could be sort of like a wild card for the Mavs at certain times. Or, or it's something to where you're, you're doing your due diligence for if you do something bigger, like yeah. if Reggie or Tim is in a, in, in another deal, or if, um, you know, if you're talking about a bigger deal with, with the Knicks and it's Hartenstein and, and, you know, reddish for you a player my, you to, attention. <laughs> um, or even if it's, you know, you're not too big of a fan of this one, but even if it's like Derek Rose and reddish for something in Dallas, like that's the, like, I could see that being the type of thing of like, hey, we're interested in him as like a throw in, you know, to the deal. And like we'd take a swing or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's cool. Would you rather have Reddish or Rui? Rui, I think. Me, Oh, me too. Rui is interesting because he he's a, he's also available. The, the Wizards are trying to weigh if they're going to trade Kuzma and or 
Rui Hachimura. They have this log, this quote unquote log jam at wing is what the report said on the athletic. Yeah. Um, you're like, okay, if all your, if all your wings are just like, like slightly below average okay. or slightly above average, do you have a log jam at wing? You just have to figure out which ones are good and which ones are not. Yeah. But, um, also I've seen some wizards fans say, or was in wizards media that they're just trying to trade Rui so that they could re-sign Kyle Kuzma and not have to, you know, and not go into the luxury tax or anything. Like they're literally just doing that. So Rui may not cost a lot at all because they're like, it's forcing the wizard's hand right now. How good Kuzma's playing. I'm totally down for Rui. I think he answers oh, a couple please. of things. I would he, love he's he's farther in his development than Cam Reddish. He's bigger than Cam. Like it, 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 it he would play, I think. Yeah, I don't know how he played, but I'm just I'm I would love that type of swing for a Rui. You, I've always liked Rui. I want to see him in a different situation than Washington. He's Jordan and, Brand uh, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Him oh, and, there you go. You got him, the connection. Him and Luca there, and and all that. But I'm glad you feel the same way about Reddish and Reggie. I got worried about that at first, but nope. No, you don't got me. Uh, uh, quickly though, there was a, a tr- in the Toronto Star, Doug Smith, the reporter wrote up about the uh, the Raptors' assets and what they have. They are now six games under 500, which is like another low point. I saw, I think it was William Liu, who's a Raptors reporter. Somebody tweeted, another nail in the coffin to the Raptors' season. He said, how many nails does a coffin need? <laughs> because the season has gone so badly for them. But according to sources to the Toronto Star, OG Ananobi, it would take two promising players on a team on team friendly deals to pry and a pick to pry him away. So for the I, Maver- mean, I don't know what promising players mean. But. I, I think Josh Green is one of those, and then the Mavericks don't have any others. I don't I don't think, and so you'd have to probably send two picks for OG Ananobi, which is like about what we thought he was going to cost. Yeah, Fred Van Vliet yeah. is uh, you know fetch at least the price of 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 uh, Ananobi, if not more. That one's kind of interesting. He's a free agent though, so I don't can't imagine yeah. it would cost the same the same as OG. I don't OG. understand why Toronto would trade OG. Of all the guys that they right. like, you have Scotty Barnes. OG seems like a guy to play with Scotty Barnes, but anyway, don't care. Uh, Pascal Siakam, he'd be three for one plus picks. Like you'd have to send some really good, like some some young players plus three or four picks in all. A Mitchell that. Donovan Mitchell pack. It would cost a lot to get. To get Pascal Siakam, we've known that the Mavericks can pay that price, but it would just be this summer. Yeah. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. The Raptors. This would, one made me LOL. The Raptors would need to ask for a player and multiple picks in return. Okay, is multiple picks? You're not getting multiple first for Gary Trent Jr. And also, he that's says, how I took that. He's a flat out. He's a flat out scorer, and they aren't readily available. Hey, guess what? Yes, they are. <laughs> Like there's everybody's a scorer. Every in today's team game. has scorers. Like how many? I think every team has a twenty point per game score, or at least two, or sometimes three. Like, have we not seen all the all the <laughs> narratives this year? Like, oh my gosh, why is scoring, scoring his up? way up? Like, yeah, we have hundred and eighty two players averaging twenty five points. I feel like every team has a Tim Hardaway Jr. or a Clarkson or like you know somebody like or a Kyle Kuzma. Like even like, yeah, everybody has somebody like that. So that's the prices of the Raptors, guys. I think the Mavericks. I mean they. I don't know if they can pay the OG or the Fred Van Vliet prices this year, like in in season, but they can next season. Whether, if- but but I mean that's mid January prices. We know the price is going to go down yeah. first few weeks of February, and you know Gary Trent's getting going for, a first. you know, a, you know a protected first and something else, and it's like all right, what happened to the Doug Smith article, and so I. You know, everybody's doing their posturing now. I mean, Doug Smith's covered the Raptors for, I mean, it feels like forever. And 
you know, if there's one guy who has probably, you know, knows people in the organizations, like, Hey, this is a price tag, like get this thing out there. <laughs> so you want everybody right now to hear this is the high price tag. And then once February hits, they start coming down. Thinking about what you just said. And, and as I was reading that, I was thinking that I was like, Oh, those, those prices aren't as high as I thought they were considering what the John Collins price was reportedly a couple of days ago, where it was like, they yeah. expect a Rudy Gobert type package for John Collins. I was like, excuse me excuse me and then then that dropped and now it's like well maybe we'll take jared vanderbilt and you know something else from from the jazz okay it's a little different but i think we'll take a box of cheerios let let us know in the comment section what's one roster move the mavericks have to make what do you think about luca and the organization and the change in their relationship uh let us know in the comment section below we will be back tomorrow i'll be back with a post oh it's another solo maybe i got to get somebody else to join me so it's not a solo post game pod be uh driving home to (laughs) dallas uh, Mavs versus Heat. I will have the the post game pod for you afterwards, and then we'll have one for you Sunday as well after the uh, Mavs and after the Cowboys game. Now that the Mavericks game has been moved up until one uh, thirty local time on Sunday, so Mavs and boys getting a win on the same day. Let's do it. Oh, let's do it again. Let's do it, uh, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.